Welcome to Whole Minds Healthy Bodies, the podcast, a 360 health initiative from Aetna, exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well-being. Have you ever finished up a nice long walk through the park and just felt your mood totally lift up? Or maybe after a 30-minute ride on your stationary bike in your apartment, you feel like a more relaxed and present partner and parent, ready to sit down and watch a show together. I know for myself, the best thing I can do when I'm feeling overwhelmed or frustrated is to drop everything and take the dog for a walk, even if it's only for 10 minutes. It's like hitting the reset button. The levity we feel in the moments after exercise and beyond is no coincidence. There is a scientific connection between exercise and our mental health. And where we see a positive impact on our mental health due to exercise, there are dangers with an inactive lifestyle. Poor mental wellness, increased risk of obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, metabolic syndrome, and certain cancers, increased stress, anxiety, depression, and loss of self-worth, which often leads to increased negative self-talk. Is it clear yet how important physical exercise is to our overall health? But we know that you, the MTA community, needs help. So I've invited Diane Poliblank onto the podcast to talk about why there's a connection, but more importantly, creative tips on how to exercise and how to get started. Diane has been actively working in the health and wellness industry for over 25 years. For 10 of those years, she was general manager of a large multi-sport health club, and on top of all that, she was an associate professor at Barnard College, as well as a continuing education provider for the American Council on Exercise. And you've probably seen her on site delivering topics just like these in person. Welcome to the podcast, Diane. Thank you, Kai. And that was a great intro. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. So please just kind of lay the groundwork for us. Like, what are the mental benefits of exercise? All right. I think that we all know what the physical benefits are, right? We know mm -hmm. that they're it's great for our body, but we don't we don't ever really think about why we feel great when mm -hmm. we exercise. Well, well, the main reason, and I'm going to throw some science in here, Kai, okay? Love it. All right, all right. Exercise releases endorphins. And we've all heard about endorphins, but those are, what they are, they're what's called a neurotransmitter that's produced in the brain. And that helps to reduce and relieve pain and stress and just plain make us feel better. So endorphins are like the good stuff. It's the good stuff. It's All the right. good stuff. And then we also get dopamine and norepinephrine and serotonin, which are the wonderful chemicals that boost our morale. They regulate our moods. They just make mm. us feel really, really great. That all sounds but, great. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it is. It is. And so what happens is there's a lot of physiological responses in our body that just make us feel better. Yeah. And you, and you know, it's just, I'm kind of like, as you're saying all that, like this is vivid imagery is like coming up of like all these wonderful chemicals, just pumping, pumping our minds full of, of good, positive energy. And it's really like this sense of like, what's that effect on the brain that's actually happening? Can you talk to us about that? I absolutely can. Cause you know what? The brain is an absolutely amazing organ and it's so it's so really, really exciting that we have the tools right at our disposal to make it function at its absolute best. So what does exercise do for the brain? Let's talk about that for a moment. It's pretty clear that when you exercise, you're increasing your heart rate. And mm -hmm. what happens when you increase your heart rate? 
you get more blood flowing. Ah, I was trying to think of the answer, but yes, there it is. More blood is flowing throughout the body. Throughout the entire body. But what that means is not only is it flowing to all the organs, but it's also getting more blood to your brain. Mm. And the more blood you get to your brain, the more oxygen you get to your brain, right? Got it. Pretty cool. And the more oxygen that your brain gets, the better you're able to think. Right, right, right. So that's kind of like, that's like classic, I need to go on a walk to clear my head. Right. (laughs) You're like literally clearing your head with oxygen. Yeah. Let me me give you just a a, a cute little analogy. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like, you know, if you wake up in the morning and there's fog outside Mm -hmm. and you look at the fog and maybe you can't even see across the street and then... The sun comes up and the fog slowly disappears. The rays squeak through and the sun is now here. Exactly. That Mm. is what putting more blood to your brain actually does. It clears away the brain fog and just allows you to think better. So that kind of makes me wonder the benefits. Like, is there a benefit to doing exercise like in the morning? It, considering that? Well, yeah, there have been a lot of studies that do say that morning exercise is is very, very beneficial. But you know what? Kind not everybody can exercise in the morning. Ah, fair enough. Right, right, you right. You know? And so bottom line is whenever you do it is when it's going to be the best for you. Got it. Okay. And yeah, maybe to re- rephrase that would be like anything that you could maybe pull off in the morning, even if it's like five minutes of stretching would would be beneficial absolutely absolutely and and um i'm just going to give you one little thing that i think is a wonderful wonderful thing to do and it takes five minutes just like you said five minutes we have a lot of minutes in our day we have 1440 minutes in every single day oh 1440 that's the number that's the number (laughs) every single day now and i have people say i can't take five minutes Right. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you really can. Yeah, you got to flip that script. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. And so um, what I always suggest, and here's one thing that you can do every single morning, is put on some music. Music okay. is another mood lifter that gets our brain mm-hmm. working, that makes us feel better. Right? Put on whatever music you really, really love. However loud your living um, conditions will allow you to do it or put on headphones, okay, Mm -hmm. and dance. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Just dance. Dance. Oh, man. Just dance. You know what? You can, if you have children, they would probably love to dance in the morning with you. Yeah, yeah. Or... Your teddy bear. Okay. You know what? Your teddy bear loves to dance, too. I can't wait for someone to approach you at your next onsite to be like, Diane, I danced this morning, and it changed the entire trajectory of my day. I have had people tell me that. Really? Honestly. Honestly. It takes five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes of just dancing. And what does that do? First of all, listening to the music makes you feel really good. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're raising your heart rate, so you are getting more blood flowing to your brain and thirdly you're moving your muscles right you're getting your body all kind of limbered up Mm -hmm. and five minutes is great yeah it's just great that's all you need so speaking of like what are some best exercises for our mental health is dancing one of those 
dancing as one of them. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question, Ooh, Kai. Okay. What do you think is the best exercise? Uh, well, I am somebody who, about 20 years ago, I gained a lot, a lot of weight. Um, and so I had to make a huge shift in my mm -hmm. priorities for myself. That's a long way of saying I'm pretty sure cardio, if we're talking about heart rate, mm -hmm. maybe cardio-type exercises are are maybe the best for your mental okay, health. Okay, I'm going to tell you. The best exercise is the one that you'll do. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. Nice. Okay. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I love it. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah, it what you'll matter. do and what you'll do on a regular basis. Yeah. So that's the best exercise. All the studies that have been done as far as uh, as the brain and mental health have been, not all of them, most of them have been done with um, cardiovascular or aerobic exercise. It's it's kind of the easiest one to track, mm -hmm. okay? But there have been tremendous, tremendous um, new studies coming out of the University of Sydney in Australia on uh, the mental benefits of strength training. Yeah. And what they're finding is you get the exact same benefits from strength training as you get from cardiovascular training. Okay. So it's whatever you want to do. It's whatever yeah. you'll do. You know, and it, it reminded me, this happened yesterday. So, you know, going back to how I prioritize exercise in my life, you know, yesterday was a day that just got away from us. You have mm -hmm. a child under one. You can empathize with me that some of your, sometimes your days just get totally, <laughs> totally controlled. Um, and I, I didn't have the opportunity to kind of get that, you know, 30 to 60 minutes that I, that I was hoping for. However, I did, I reframed it and I said, you know what, let's all go on a family walk. And we got, so we did get that 30 minutes of exercise in, just not in the way that I had hoped. But when I reframed it, I was like, oh no, I did get a brisk you know, 30 minute walk in mm -hmm. with my family. And so I, th I think any way for us to, to reframe what we're doing, because we know the MTA community works long hours, uh, right. they work strange hours, they work on holidays and, you know, any, any ways to get creative about our exercise, um, is really, is really important. So, you know, I guess maybe the next question is how much should we exercise? How often? And, you know, what are some like creative tips and tricks in to squeeze it into our day? Okay, well, the standard, well, the gold standard for exercise is to try to get 150 minutes a week of, of moderate cardiovascular exercise. So 150 divided by seven. Yeah. So like 20-ish minutes a day? About. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The national guideline is for every American adult to be just active, not okay. necessarily exercising, but just being active. Being mm -hmm. physically active. What that means is you're not sitting or you're not lying down. It's anything. Got it. Anything okay. that you're doing for 30 minutes a day. And, and kind, you want to guess what the percentage of the American population that actually is physically active for 30 minutes a day is? Uh, I, I'm thinking it's not very high, unfortunately. Maybe 42. 25. Oh, boy. Yeah, I really... I was a little too optimistic on that yeah. one. Why do you think that is? I think I think it's because people don't think about it, you know, especially mm. and I and I honestly believe the pandemic was sure, very yeah. detrimental because Absolutely. you know, we had to be sitting in front of a computer for long periods of time. Right. Absolutely. And that became a habit. So mm. now it's what's really important is to change that habit and to yeah. make a new habit. 
And a new habit can just be standing up. Yeah. Standing up and moving. Stand up. Take your arms up. Give a little shake. Walk right. around two to three minutes every hour. All right. Yeah. Um, or, or you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to throw this in here. This was um, something that one of um, the MT colleagues um, said to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about something else, and she just said, "Well, you know," she said, "Hmm." She works in in an office situation, but she said that her her colleagues are allowed to take smoke breaks, where they go outside and they smoke. Okay. She right. said, I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. she said, so what's my break? Yeah, right. Well, she said, all right, I am going to take a walk break. Okay. And what she does is three to four times a day when, when other people are going out to have a cigarette, she goes and walks around the block. Love it. Creative ways. Sometimes people go with hers. She said, very often I just go all by myself. She said, there are so many people who are, you know, got, gathering around saying, oh, well, we should all go out. We should do this. We should do. And she said, oh, I for, for, forget the should. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing and, it. You know, and I think walking is really underrated. Um, if there's anybody out there who has any sort of like step tracker or like a, any way to monitor like calories burned during you know, exercise. Mm -hmm. I'm really surprised at how much, how many calories I track, um, just like on a brisk 30 minute walk. Like right. it's actually kind of crazy. And you said the, the absolute optimal word, which is brisk. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you know, you don't want to be strolling along. I mean, it's fine. That is activity. Sure. That's physical activity. Absolutely. Cause you're not sitting and you're not lying down, but, but you know, Pick up your pace. Yeah. And, you know, and a really good thing to do is to, you know, if you're outside, walk and see how far you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. My suggestion always is if you are somebody who's new to exercise and you go, oh, I don't want to do it. Right. And you whine all the time, right? <laughs> Put your shoes on, get yourself out the door and walk for 10 minutes. Just 10. Yeah. 10 minutes. Now, you don't get to call an Uber to go back. Right. You get to walk back. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. But after the first 10 minutes where, where you're going to turn around and actually time yourself and turn around after 10 minutes. After, after that, when you, when, you, um, when, when you get to your turnaround point, mark where you are and then do the same route the next day. Right. And see if you can go just a little bit farther. Just a little bit farther. Same length of time. Right. Yeah. But just a little bit farther, that means you're picking up your pace. Uh -huh. You're increasing your t intensity. You're making it just a little bit harder for yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is, I think, I think that's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Absolutely, and I, I love the visualization of that. And and so I think what you're talking about a little bit as we as we wrap up the conversation here is really how to get started and like what's that motivation? You know, for me, it was just kind of noticing the weight gain and like really lethargic and just just not a happy just not in a happy place that was kind of what mm -hmm. kick-started me years ago into like a more prioritized uh physical life um but I, there's so many of us out there we you know we, we're, we're pinched for time or whatever it is that life throws at us constantly it's getting started set motivation so you know what what other tips do you have in that regard okay well i'm going to give you some tips from people who have spoken to me about what they do 
I have one one person who um, she loves to listen to audiobooks. But she will only listen to an audiobook when she's exercising. Okay. I gotta hear how that story's ending, so I gotta I gotta go for a walk. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and when she stops, she she she's very vigilant and she turns it off. Another person that I know um will only wash their hair after they've exercised. Okay. Love it. That was Huge motivation for some people. My suggestion is start small. You're not going to start off today and run a marathon in a month. Right. You're not going to. It's not going to happen, yeah. Start small. That's why I say, you know, the 10 minute, if if 10 minutes is too long for you to, to open up your door and walk out, go for five. Yeah. Anything. Just do something. Just do something. Just do something. Anything. Anything. And then, of course, to stand up and during your workday, stand up. Or if you are on your feet all the time, a lot of a, a lot of, uh, of MTA employees um, don't get to sit down very much, mm-hmm. right? On feet all the time. Take a minute or two and just stretch. Just give a little stretch because you're you're if you're on your feet all the time, your your um your muscles get get contracted in a certain way and they need to get stretched. So just stretch. Just make yourself feel better. Stretch your chest, stretch your legs. Whatever you can do, you know, and everything counts. Absolutely everything counts. Uh, you know, it's not like there's one thing they go, oh well that one didn't count. Yeah. It did. Absolutely. So honor yourself, it's small you know, baby steps if you're just getting started. And I just, you know, I just circle, circle anything. I love, I love that it doesn't have to be a 30 minute run or a, you know, a a weightlifting session. It can be any sort of activity can really put you on a path um, to, to better, to better health holistically, right? Our physical and our mental health. So thank you again. Thank you again, Diane, for being here. That wraps it up, everybody. Thanks for listening to Whole Minds Healthy Bodies, the podcast, a 360 health initiative from Aetna, exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well-being. Don't forget, you can visit wholeandhealthy.website for free access to incredible content created by experts just like Diane. Podcasts, webinars, and reading materials on topics like sleep, inner peace, nutrition, and meditation, exclusively for you, the MTA. And thank you to our guest, Diane. Thank you so much, Kai. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely. And until next time, everyone, take care.